You're listening to Future of School, the podcast, and our special series, Students Speak, presented in partnership with National School Choice Week. In this series, you'll hear from students who have succeeded thanks to choices they were able to make in their K-12 education, including participation in blended and online learning. Welcome to another episode of our Students Speak podcast series, where we are elevating the voices and perspectives of students across America. Today, we have a very special guest, Courtney Stevens. Welcome, Courtney. Hello. It's wonderful to have you here, hailing from Colorado, where you attend Front Range Community College at the Larimer campus, correct? Yes. Awesome. So you're a freshman at Front Range Community College. Talk to our listeners about your experiences as, as a freshman now that you're heading into your second semester. I really do like Front Range Community College. Uh, I would say that the classes aren't bad and there's a really nice community at the Lammer campus. And even though technically it's my fourth semester at Front Range because I did concurrent enrollment in high school, I'm just excited, you know, to hit into my next semester and take a, and because of the scholarship, I get to um, take a 15 credit semester again. Fantastic. So what was your experience like before you went to college? So if you want to summarize, maybe what was it like in your K-12 education? What kind of school did you go to? How did you like it? I went to Loveland High School and I did in-person schooling, obviously before COVID. And I took a lot of like, you know, the AP courses and a lot of the honors courses I did really enjoy it. And then obviously once the pandemic happened, I started taking online courses and I found out that, you know, um, I did really enjoy online courses just as much as I enjoyed the in-person courses. So in a way now, since I'm in college, I'm now doing a combo of online and in-person courses. Did you transition to online classes because of the pandemic specifically? Uh, yes, because I just didn't feel safe because for Loveland High, they, the only way you, like, you couldn't pick and choose in person online. It had to be either or. So I decided to move to Colorado Preparatory Academy to get, to do online schooling and to get unlimited concurrent enrollment courses. Okay. So how long have you known that that kids have a choice in the type of school that they attend? Really, since I was in kindergarten or in preschool, because <laughs> um, my mom is an online educator. So I knew for a very long time that kids can pick between, on, you know, they can choose what type of education they want to pursue. Okay. Well, that sounds like it's a great benefit to have a, a parent who is in that field because you've known since you were young but then you didn't take you didn't take any online classes until you were a senior in high school, right? Yes. Okay. So it's interesting to know that you have the option, but then not to necessarily take that take that pathway or embrace a different way of learning. So I think that's really interesting to know about it, but not necessarily to have to to need need or want to do that. So when you made the choice to do your senior year online and to make that transition, what did that look like? Who did you talk to about it? Um, what did you struggle with or what was really easy for you in terms of that decision? One thing I struggled, I guess, I guess start with something I struggled with. I struggled with not necessarily, like not really having class periods. Like 
I could just wake up and do my work whenever. So that was definitely a transition and all the reading and writing, because there's a lot more of online because there's not, was definitely a transition, but then I would say, you know, about a month or two into online schooling, I got used to all the reading and writing and managing my own schedule and like making sure that I'm taking breaks and like getting all my, doing all my assignments on time. And yeah, and I would say for online schooling, it was a pretty easy decision to move over to online after the pandemic started, just mainly because I, I just didn't feel safe going to in-person schooling. Sure. Yeah. And it helps to have a, an adult in your life who's been working in that field, right? Because yeah. We've heard a lot during the pandemic, we've heard a lot of people complaining or being frustrated with what they call online school, right? Thinking that crisis schooling or remote learning, you know, a brick and mortar school, giving kids computers is the same as online learning. But at Future of School, we we know that it's very different. We know that online learning has been around for many, many years. And what happened in the pandemic was a really great attempt to keep kids connected using computers. Yeah. Did you have any friends when you made the decision to do full-time online your senior year? Did you have any friends who asked you questions about that? Not really. Um, I did get some questions, mainly because majority of my friends, most of them were in the neighboring uh, school district, but most, you know, most of them sticked with like the in-person schooling. And I would just say the main questions would be probably just like how exactly the online schooling worked. I guess another question, I go to Taekwondo a lot and I, because of online schooling, I got to go to like the um, AM classes instead of the PM classes. And people are asking like, how, I'm like, how are you able to do this? I'm like, because, um, because online schooling allowed me the opportunity to you know, take a break at one to two each day to go work out and, or like I could do, or I also do CrossFit and doing like earlier CrossFit classes. That was the main question I got asked is like, why are you like doing stuff while it's traditionally school time? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an, it's an interesting thing for people to conceptualize or understand until they do it, until they until they experience what, okay, well, I, I did my work or I'm going to do my work later. It's that, that flexibility in your day and in your schedule that makes a big difference. So what do you think school would be like for you if you didn't have the opportunity to make a choice in how you did, how you did your education? Um, I would say if I didn't really have um, a support system or really a choice, I'd probably view it more negatively, but since I had said, since it was my choice to transition and since I had a very supportive mom who I could go up to and ask any questions I need to, it really helped like make the transition to online schooling a lot better. Great. Is the difference in learning environment, the difference in, in brick and mortar versus learning online, what skills do you think you've been able to really hone in on or cultivate in the online learning setting? I feel like I really cultivated um, my reading and writing skills have gone up tremendously. Like 
even just looking at the stuff I wrote my junior year of high school compared to my senior year, and even now, I would say just my writing has significantly improved because the online schooling, especially for concurrent enrollment, I had to do a lot of like most courses required like a discussion post every week where you essentially have to write a mini essay. So it's just all that writing and all the reading that I was doing really helped my like English and like language arts skills. Okay, great. And for our listeners who aren't familiar with concurrent enrollment, can you explain to them what that is? Uh, concurrent enrollment is um, basically a program where high school students can enroll in community college courses for free. And it depends on the school district and school, how many courses you can do, but normally it's around two to three. So when you graduated from high school, how many college credits had you earned from taking those classes? I had with concurrent and um, concurrent enrollment only, I had 15. And then with AP courses, I had 29. Wow. So you had a good jumpstart on college credits. Yeah. I was, um, I forgot how many credits I have at the end of this semester, but I know I'll have, I think, 40, 49-ish, 50-ish credit. Mm. I think I'll have around 51 credits by the end of this semester, wow. if I'm doing my math correctly. Yeah. And when you took the concurrent classes and the AP classes in high school, did you, did your family have to pay for those? Uh, so from concurrent, that was completely free. The only thing I had to pay for were the textbooks. Mm-hmm. And then for AP courses, the only thing I had to pay for was obviously the course fee that happens with, at least at Tom School District. There is like every course you take, there's like some sort of fee with it, but like a $20 fee. And then I had to pay for the AP tests, which were... I forget how much you were because it's so long ago. I think they were around $100 for each test. Yeah, definitely some great benefits there, right? To be able to get a head start on courses that you're interested in, some of those prerequisites needed when you're in high school, just to, to dive right into some of those college classes. Yeah. So my last question for you, Courtney, is what is the best choice that you have made about your education? I would say taking concurrent enrollment courses because I would say like overall because the school district was paying for my uh to, for me to take college courses it really saved a significant amount of money when I looked at when I was curious and I went, logged into my college account and looked at the tuition and saw how much money I saved and I would just say like just even getting a head start and just saving money for college really made a huge difference. Wonderful. Great. And one, one follow-up to that is what would you say to students that know that there's a different type of school for them or different types of courses that really want to learn in a different kind of way? What would you say to them to motivate them about choice in education? I would just say that um, everybody has a choice to decide how their education will work. I would say like for people who maybe are not happy with their education or they want to do something different that they can do something different. You could you could try like online schooling for like a semester to see if you like it 
or you can just take a course that might be a risk. I would say, you know, like if there's something you're interested in, just go for it. My junior year of high school, I took AP Studio Art and I wasn't sure if my uh, art skill level wasn't up to par, but and I didn't even meet the prereqs for the course. And after like talking to my art teacher and figuring it out, like I took the course and I did really well on it. I passed with an A and even though at first I didn't know how good I would do in it, I would just say, or do things that, that you might be hesitant about, but just do it and see how it turns out. Fantastic words of wisdom and advice from a pioneer, a young pioneer who's taken advantage of different ways of learning. Courtney, it was such a pleasure to have you here today. It sounds like you are headed on the path towards success and you have all the support that you need to get to wherever you want to go. So we wish you only the best. Thanks for being with us for today's episode. To join the movement to create a future of American schooling that ensures all students reach their unbounded potential, no matter where their learning takes place, visit our website at futureof.school. You can subscribe to our newsletter, learn about student scholarships and teacher grants, donate to our efforts, and more. To learn more about National School Choice Week and its year-round efforts to give parents access to the best K-12 options for their children, visit schoolchoiceweek.com.